All right, welcome back to episode 12.2 and 12.1. Sam and I shared two personal and hopefully funny stories. Uh, I say hopefully funny because hopefully you guys enjoyed them and found them them enjoyable, I guess is the best way I can describe it. Then I had a little listen up about Antonio Brown, but we will not be talking about Antonio Brown. Who? Exactly. Who? That's (laughs) the best way to go through it. We will not be talking about him. So don't worry. Wait, who's him? What what are you talking about, dude? I don't know. I just that was bro. That, move on. I know, I know. And then we gave a recap of week one, so we'll do a, a deep dive into some of these games. Sam, I don't really know where you want to start, man. Do you want to start with the Niners, or do you want to start with the Browns or the um, Chargers? Where do you want to go? There are so many so places. We, we st- what was I think the biggest shocker to me, which is where I'm going to start. Okay, go ahead. The biggest shock, definitely. The Ravens Dolphins game because I was watching that one. Um, I actually got a chance to watch that a little bit because I had Mark Ingram on my fantasy team. Gotcha. And I don't know if it's you can definitely help me out here. If it's the Dolphins defense is so bad, or Lamar Jackson has improved as a passer <laughs> so much. I mean, it, they were wide open throws, but the one that he he hit to Hollywood Brown, the oh, second the one, scene. Like, he just flicked it. It looked effortless yeah, for him so to flick that ball. Lamar Jackson came away from that game 17 of 20, 324 yards, five touchdowns. But I think the most interesting stat is he only ran for he only ran three times. Well, if he ran more, they would have just run up that score. Yeah. He, but, but, I mean, the thing is, is that, you know, he was averaging, I believe, like 15, 17 runs a game last year. And this one, he only ran three times. Of course, yeah. he didn't have to. And the but... big thing with that game is since the Browns and Steelers both looked like awful compared oh, yeah. to what we had them, the Ravens are establishing themselves as kind of the consistent team in that division, which is pretty surprising if you listen to most of the media outlets out there. Yeah, and it's you know it's it's one of those things so it, it's week 1 and you have to take into account who they were playing because i think the dolphins have made it very clear that they're they're tanking this year oh they my got, gosh they're bad they and it's not the players and it's not the coaching staff it's the front office the players i mean the players go out there to play the players don't want to get thumped and neither do the neither do, does the coaching staff it's the front office and they got rid of a bunch of people like the week before the season and they made it pretty clear that they're not really invested in this season so while yes, the Baltimore Ravens ran up the score fifty nine to ten, and I think you and I both agree that Baltimore, I, I agree with you in that statement. Baltimore might, might, and this is just after week one. I might mean, be, Sam picked them to be division division champs this, this year. So true, you did. Um, so Oops. they they might be they might be the best team in that division. Um, at least no, you there you can't judge it off of that game though. Well, I'm just saying, it, week week one right now they are shaping up to potentially be the best team in that division. Okay. But okay. but you do have to take into account it is week one, and they mm-hmm. did play the Dolphins. So, yeah. And what a game for Mark Ingram. 14 carries, 107 yards, two touchdowns. He was averaging 7.6 yards a carry. If they have even half of the passing attack they did against Miami with a rent – so when they get into bigger games, I'm sure – they won't pass as much and they'll rely more on the run just because of the simple fact they have Mark Ingram, who's a pro bowl running back and they have Lamar Jackson, which is his strength is to run. 
But if they have that explosive passing attack to complement that run, they're going to be – Well, their play-action game is going to be ridiculous because not only if Mark Ingram turns in – I mean, if Mark Ingram keeps going off like he did um, – I mean, it wasn't just him. Gus Edwards was seventeen, had seventeen carries for fifty-six yards, and there was another running back, Justice Hill, who ran seven times, had twenty-seven yards. So all of their running, and then they had one running back, um, Anthony Levine, who ran. <laughs> I love this stat: one carry for sixty yards. His average was sixty yards. That's just hilarious to see a sixty-yard average. Um, but it's not like Mark Ingram was the only one who was getting yards, and Lamar Jackson uh, can run as well. So in terms of play oh, action, like. It's going to be ridiculous because not only do you have the the threat of whoever the running back is running, you have the threat of Lamar Jackson running, and then if you bite on either one of those, then a receiver is just going to run free. Yeah, it's they have Greg Roman as their offensive coordinator, and if you guys don't remember, he was the coordinator. It's been brought up so much. It he was the coordinator for Kaepernick under those playoff 49ers teams when Kaepernick had his the most success. So. And I think Lamar Jackson might actually be a more accurate passer. I don't think he has the arm strength that Colin Kaepernick had, but I think he's a little more accurate, and he's definitely shiftier. He's not faster in terms of stride for stride, but he's definitely shiftier than Kaepernick was. Yeah. But their games are so comparable. And I think uh, – and it's not like Lamar Jackson was throwing to the same person. I mean, so he they, had... He used the tight ends – which was pretty surprising in yeah. that game. Yeah, so like and here here's the thing. So here are um here are his receivers. I won't go I won't name uh, everybody cuz that would take too long, but here are the receptions. So 4823231111. So he threw to eight different people. Whew. And five of them uh or eight different wide receivers and um five of them had more than one catch. So he was spreading the ball around. It's not like he was just eyeing you know, Mark Andrews and Marquise Brown or Willie Steen. He was and throwing it all over the place. That's not going to happen every game because Miami just left that many players open. He probably had True. two or three players open on one play. Um, I kind of want to move on. We mentioned the Browns. We got to talk about it. Yeah, we did. That's a that's a dud of a game. Yeah, I like what? <laughs> they made Titans look real good. And I mean, the Titans are no slouches. They've They've been nine and seven, I think, the past three years, and they've made the playoffs a couple times. Like they're a good yeah. team, but the Browns are definitely more talented than on the Titans. On paper, are. yes, on paper, the Browns just seem like they should have absolutely dominated the Titans, and they got absolutely destroyed. And the funny thing is, is that the Browns came out their first possession and just drove right down the field. Just, it looked good. They looked so good, and then. For the rest of the game, the second quarter they didn't score. The third quarter they had seven points, and the fourth quarter they didn't score. Yeah. So, and it was it was such a it was such false hope for that fan base because they drove down and they had all these weapons and everybody was clicking and it was like, okay here we go here come the Browns who everybody was talking about during the offseason, including us. Mm-hmm. And then Baker Mayfield at the end of the day ends up going twenty five for thirty eight, two hundred and eighty five yards, one touchdown, three interceptions. Bad. And their defense gave up 43 points. Now, again, also bad. I don't know. And I did mention this um, last podcast. I think it might take a, 
a couple weeks for some offenses to start clicking fully. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe um, after the second week and third week, maybe the Browns start hanging up 40. They start hanging up 43 on people who we don't know. It is just one game and it is week one. We're not, I mean, yeah, we could... you saw that throughout this whole week. I mean, the Jets, Bills, Jets mm-hmm. looked good, but they weren't, they weren't finishing drives very well. Like, their offense is going to be good this year. Sam Darnold looks better than he was last year. And Le'Veon Bell already, he he looks like he didn't take last year off. No, Le'Veon Bell had an absolutely monster game. So he had 17 carries for 60 yards, and then he also had six receptions for 32 yards. And a TD. And a touchdown, yeah. He had he a... saw. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead, go ahead. Well, I was just going to move on because the Jets and Bills started off really slow. Then you also had – I was watching the Rams-Panthers games, which most people are assuming that both these teams are going to be good. Both offenses looked really flat the first half, and it took a while for Carolina's offense to like, get going. Well, Jared Goff, Mr. Highest-paid uh quarterback went 23 for 39 with only 186 yards he had one touchdown and one pick Todd so, Gurley had had himself a pretty good game he had 14 carries for 97 yards he had a good game which was good for him after the knee injury mm-hmm. uh, especially coming off of he that, started off that slow, Super Bowl though. he did he did start off he very started, slow it looked it was well publicized during that game just like every every Rams possession, they were like, where's Todd Gurley? Why isn't he out here? Like, he was sharing the time in that game, which I I think is what McVay and that organization is trying to do, is save Gurley. And if they're just going to unleash him in the fourth quarter and the second half when everyone – and the defense's legs are tired, that's a pretty smart strategy, which is when he got most of his yards uh, Sunday. Yeah, and – to go off of what you were saying about Todd Gurley, there was another running back, Malcolm Brown, who – so Todd Gurley he had 14 well. carries. Yeah, he had 11 carries for 53 yards and had two touchdowns. And yeah. here's a weird stat. Jared Goff ran four times, had zero yards. Trash. That's kind of weird. <laughs> you'd think that if you think him. that if he had four <laughs> rushes, he would have at least either got negative yards or like a couple yards. But no, he's smack dab at zero. So. Yeah. yeah, and then – the Seahawks started off really slow offensive wise, which you think they're, I think they're probably, they're going to definitely be a high powered offense this season mm-hmm. with that run game. And then the Niners and Bucks, I mean, we don't know what either of these teams are going to look like. Um, I'm glad the Niners got the win, but their offense definitely didn't look as clean as it would later in the season. It's just, I think all throughout these games, just dumb penalties all throughout that like negate like stalled drives. Well, that's know? funny that you mentioned the dumb penalties. Cause if you want to talk about the game tonight between the Texans and the saints, mm-hmm. I don't know. If, I don't know if everybody was watching that game, but for those of you who weren't watching the game, it was 27 to 27 and the Houston Texans had drove down, scored a touchdown. And after they scored a touchdown, that six points tied the game at 27. Yeah. They were going for their extra point. And out of all the rule changes in the NFL, the one thing that always remains consistent is you cannot run into the kicker. You can't run into the kicker. And there was there had to have been at least a good second from when the kicker planted to when this Saints player just ran into his leg. And I was sitting there watching it going, I, I don't I don't know how you do that. I don't I mean, I get that he took off, 
So the, the Saints player actually dove before the kick was in the air. But regardless, you can't jump towards the kicker. I actually, I played that position on special teams. That was my job. If you were going towards the kicker. The ball's already gone. The ball's already gone. Like you're actually, it's, you're almost at a, at a disadvantage. You need to try to go laterally as mm-hmm. quick as you can. Meet it in the air. Yeah, you need to meet it. You can't go after the kicker. And it like it and it's so easy to avoid. It's so easy to avoid, which is why I was sitting there just shaking my head like I don't know how you do that because it's one of the easiest things to avoid. Hey, and you he went to dunk, Jason. No, I never did. You went um, to dunk. I don't think you had a field goal block, but still. I think I did uh eighth grade. Oh, year, eighth grade. But yeah. yeah. Oh dude, big time. Big you were a stud in eighth grade, though. Big league. I'll tell you what, though. It hurts. It does hurt. Maybe that's what it was. You didn't want to get hit by the ball. Block, blocking a kick. I don't remember if I did it in a game or in practice, but I know I blocked one at least, and it, it, it did not feel good. Sorry, man. Um, and then after that, the Texans moved up, and they kicked a, kicked a field goal. That put them up 28 uh, to 27. But when you give Drew Brees about 30 seconds left and a timeout, Good things are going to happen because he drove them right down the field. And Will true. and Will Lutz ended the game with a 58-yard field goal after previously Ooh. missing a 56-yard field goal, too. So, good for him. Talk about nerves. I want to go back real quick to the Bengals-Seahawks game that you mentioned because okay. Andy Dalton, Andy Dalton, for uh, as much crap as he gets, uh, had a pretty good game. He's they a good quarterback. Him, they asked him to throw the ball 51 times. Yeah. He was 35 for 51, threw for 418 yards, two didn't, touchdowns, um, no didn't interceptions. Did Mixon get injured in that game? Joe Mixon, well, at least in the I, – I don't have if he got uh, injured, but I do know – actually, let me see real quick. Yeah, didn't he, he did, some time he did get game? injured, yes. I yeah, do so not that's know. probably why they went to the air. There's one. a report right here saying he might have a shot playing against the 49ers next week. Oh, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> um. Niners is gonna go two and zero. It's fine though. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Do you think you're you you actually they... gonna pick the Bengals? Uh, I, I we'll don't wait. Know. We'll wait. We'll for, wait at the end of the show we'll for wait. you to be dumbass. And Russell Wilson uh, went for four, fourteen for twenty, hundred and ninety six yards and two touchdowns. So Russell Wilson had a very Russell Wilson esque game. Yeah, they didn't ask him to do a lot. I feel like it was mostly a run oriented attack, which you kind of expect from the Seahawks now. Yeah, I uh, I'll check to see what their running backs did because I believe Carson went off. Chris Carson actually played well. He had a pretty good game. He didn't have monster numbers: fifteen carries for forty-six yards, one touchdown. But and then he, he had a receiving touchdown, I think. Yes, he did. Six receptions for thirty-five yards and one touchdown. So he found the end zone twice. I thought you were going to say no to me. I was like, what? No, no. You know who didn't have a pedestrian game? The guy that needs to get paid. The guy that needs to get paid. Dak, Dak Prescott. Yeah. Prescott. Dak said, Prescott. Jerry, I'm down here. My agent's down here. I'm throwing these four tubs with 400 yards. And let me, ask you, let me ask you a question. Are you rooting for Eli Manning this season? Or are you rooting for Daniel Jones, to be honest? Oh, no. I want to see Daniel Jones. See, I, I, I want Eli to play well. I really do want Eli to play well. Because I think he just – he doesn't deserve – to to go off being I mean he that sounds go off it can be used as a good term. He doesn't deserve to be 
benched after the career that he's had. I just uh, Eli Manning is a, is a Hall of Fame quarterback, and I don't oof. don't oof me. Are you kidding me? He's not. Yes, he is. He may not be a first tier. He's had two good seasons. That's he's it. Eighth all time in touchdown passes. Eighth. Oh, bloody freaking duh. What what are you in all time touchdown passes? Oh, so am I up for the Hall of Fame now? Hundred percent, huge honor. Yep, yep. <laughs> I'm just happy to be here. I, well, what I'm trying to say is, is like, out of all the quarterbacks that have ever played in the league, he's eighth. I'm sure he's first in interceptions in the, his career. He's a Hall of Fame quarterback, dude. Two Super Bowls. No, there I'm, are. Pl- I'm really sorry, dude. There are two. Okay, well then tell me why tell you why because yeah. you you shouldn't get rewarded just for two seasons which yes were spectacular i think he brought them back from the wild card they were wild card teams both years and brought them all the way to the super bowl and beat the patriots which is really weird that they ended the same way but it you don't just get judged for those two seasons you get judged for your whole career as a whole i'm sorry did we see last season where everyone was saying he should retire, where Odell is throwing him slide looks like, hey, dude, you can't even throw me the ball. I'm wide open downfield, and you're throwing duck trail footballs over here. He's still playing, right, Jason? Uh, he's still playing. He's we, still needed, playing. we need to judge him for the entirety of his career. And I'm pretty sure that Super Bowl was, what, nine years ago? Well, I'll tell you What's what. What's he done since then? I'll tell you what. He's thrown for 361, uh, 361 touchdowns, 56,000 yards. I just – he won two Super Bowls. Dan Marino doesn't even have two Super Bowls. Now, Dan Marino is obviously a better quarterback. Wow. But but still, I do – I'm not saying Eli Manning is like a first ballot Hall of Famer, but he deserves to be there eventually. Nope. He deserves to be there eventually. Okay, fine. Agree to disagree. If – T.O. doesn't get in the first and second time, and he is arguably top three wide receivers of all time. Well, it depends on who you're going in with. Mm, Not really. They don't have a limit on how many people can get in. Yeah, they only take like eight a year. It's either eight or ten. Well, Jesus, how many times have they taken eight? They they don't. They've taken three some years. Yeah, there is a limit. They just, otherwise, they could just take, like, 50 people. That wasn't the reason that T.O. didn't get in, though. It's not like they had a – they were hitting the max. Well, there's, there's still a limit. I don't know what the limit is, but – and it, it, it depends on who's also being up uh, that year. But I don't think you and I necessarily have the, if, the knowledge to discuss. Uh, if I am a New York Giants fan in this season, they're not doing anything. Do you, do you agree with that? Oh, probably not, no. I want to see Daniel Jones, this guy that they're hyping up so much. I don't need to see him right away. I don't know when their bye week oh, is, but maybe he'll after be their... on the field eventually. I want to see it. I think Daniel Jones is going to play well. There's no reason that I think he he can't. He lit up the preseason. I know the preseason's different, but the guy obviously has talent. Yeah. No. I. Daniel Jones will be on the field. Like I, I he'll be on the. He was on the field this weekend. <laughs> then what's the point? What's the point of having Eli Manning out there? Because Eli Manning, I still think at this point is your best chance 
to win. But why why do you want to win? What what's the point of winning this season? What's the five, point of winning, winning winning five games this season as opposed to losing But that's the thing. They don't know what they're gonna do. Like you don't you can't just say that. You can't throw in the towel at the beginning of the season because you think that you're gonna end up winning five games. If you end up winning five games, okay, then big whoop, but you don't go into the season saying, Yeah, we're gonna you know, as soon as we hit like eight losses because we know we're going to hit eight losses, then we'll just throw Daniel Jones in. No, Eli Manning still gives you your best chance to win, and you go into the season trying to win every single game. Now, if that ends up happening after ten games that you end up being, you know, three and seven, okay, fine, you know you're out of the playoffs, then you throw Daniel Jones in. I'm not saying that that isn't going to happen because I do think that is going to happen. I don't think the Giants are going to do anything, but they don't know that. Who knows? Maybe they do. Maybe Eli Manning takes him to ten and ten and six. Who knows? He still gives you your best chance to win at this point. You know? Nope. Okay, fine. Agree to disagree, I guess. I agree to disagree. Okay. Moving on. Uh, you know who had a very good game? Derek Carr. Derek Carr. I was, I was here. Well, I mean, didn't that Jacob's kid? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, so my beloved Raiders, Derek Carr. 20, okay, let's talk about the Raiders a little bit. Then. 22 for 26, 259 yards, one touchdown. Came out slinging it on the first drive, which was so nice to see. And, Just wish Antonio Brown was in that. Nope. Slinging. Don't care. Josh Jacobs, 23 carries, 85 yards, two touchdowns. He's the first, first player since LT to have 100 scrimmage yards and two touchdowns in his NFL debut. Such an ambiguous stat, though. It's such a good stat. Josh Jacobs. And you know what? That dude, that dude, not only can he be a between-the-tackles running back, but he's got some speed on the outside. He's got some really, really good cuts that he can just bounce to the outside. The dude is a little bowling ball. He is fun. To watch and Tyrell Williams, after Antonio Brown left, turns into the number one wide receiver. Yeah, I'm going to pick him up in fantasy. Six for seven. He's not there. <laughs> he's not there. <laughs> Tyrell Williams. Hey, he is. No, he's not. Who has him? I don't know. That's why I asked because I already looked for him. I didn't dude, find him. Dude, no. Yes, he's free. Six receptions, 105 yards, one You're touchdown. You're spelling his name wrong. And Darren Waller, also. Another guy who Star I star of HBO, yeah, honestly, of the hard knock. who I figured was going to have a good season anyway because I know that Derek likes to throw to his tight ends. So he's and and Waller, Waller is such a dude. He's free. He's such a big. Uh, he's such a big target too. Tyrell Williams is not claimed by anyone in our league. Oh well, I'll probably get him later because that's my guy. So anyway, Wait, what waiver waiver? Do you have anyway? I don't know, but the Raiders uh, had a very, very, very good game. And you know what the thing is, is that their defense played really well, and I think that's more important than their offense because I honestly, with Jacobs being there, Tyrell Williams, even Waller, I know he's not a big name, but the dude, the dude is a very, very big athletic tight end. Mm-hmm. And who knows what Hunter Renfro does? Like he only had two catches for thirteen. It's a complimentary piece. Yeah, he's a very good complimentary piece. I was not really worried about the offense. It was the defense that I was more concerned with. And they mm-hmm. gave up zero points in the, in the, uh, uh, in the first Colin, half. Colin, whatever you say his first name, Farrell, didn't he play well? I saw a couple highlights with him. Yeah, Cleveland, he, got, he got a sack, actually. 
Yeah, they were pressuring the quarterback really well. I know the Raiders got a sack. <laughs> we actually know the Raiders had three sacks. The Raiders had three sacks, which I think was and more they had that they 13 had thirteen in the whole year. Yeah, last year. So they had three. So you want to hear something game. funny? Mm. So the Niners had a. I'm sorry, we're shifting it. Beastly be- uh, defensive game. So the Niners had seven takeaways all last season. That defense was riddled with injuries, though. But still, it was a bad defense. Yeah. They had seven all last season. They had five mm-hmm. just in this first game alone. And, I mean, playing Jameis Winston in Tampa Bay in the first game is pretty nice. That's a nice confidence Five boost. takeaways and three sacks. Especially when he throws it right to Richard Sherman like he was running the route. Yeah. It was perfect. Uh, you're... I'm going to ask you this. Yo. Who was more impressive in their week one games? Because – we're, I'm a Niner fan, you're a Raider fan, and we're going to mainly talk about them probably as the season goes on. Who do you think was looked more impressive in their week one wins? Well, Jimmy Garoppolo had a pretty pedestrian game. He was 18 for 27, 166, one touchdown, one interception. I have I something say, to say about that, so but here, it's fine. Here's what I'll tell you. I'll split it down the middle. I say the Raiders' offense was definitely more impressive. Definitely okay. more impressive. They definitely, I think, have more weapons right now. Um, I think their running back, obviously Josh Jacobs, is is better. Is than, better. They have, the they have a backs. very clear number one wide receiver, and they have a tight end who's an absolute stud. But the 49ers defense uh, had a better week. They, they had a better week. And who knows, yeah. who knows if that's because of the Buccaneers or if that's because the Niners defense is actually going to be that good. That'll be something. Still going to start them. Yeah, exactly. So I think the I think as an offensive unit, the Raiders definitely looked better. But as mm-hmm. a defensive unit, being able to force four turnovers – I mean five turnovers, regardless of who you're playing, five turnovers is a lot. That is a lot. That's, that's a like lot. Us against Del Campo. That's de- yeah. That's definitely not. <laughs> that's definitely not just the offense giving them the ball. That is the defense taking them away. Even if, some of them were just giving the ball. Yeah. So like we'll say we'll say it was like fifty fifty. Yeah. Maybe yeah. maybe it was, but 50, still, 50, two but... takeaways is a good game for a defense. Yeah, and five was ridiculous, especially when they couldn't get any last year, like any. Yeah, they had. I think they had more interceptions. They had three interceptions last year. Last, yes, whatever it was, Sunday. Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> my brain just stopped working, and I think they they only had like two last season I want to say it was something like that like they already have more interceptions than they did a whole season ago yeah so well hang on hang on I'm gonna give you props here well hang on one sec can we save that for 12.3 because we're running a bit long yes yeah let's 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 roll the conversation I reluctantly say yes well let's roll it over into 12.3 because we're trying to keep this time limit and uh, we can keep this conversation going into it into an extended conversation so I hope it makes that (laughs) so (laughs) so we're gonna roll over into uh into 12.3 thank you guys for listening to 12.2